What is going on everybody and welcome back to another amazing episode of Two Times the Grind. Because I'm manifesting today. I was going to say, how do you say it's amazing before it's happened? I know exactly why it's amazing. Look at how much coffee we yeah, have. We do, we do we have, have so a lot much. more coffee. <laughs> so much coffee. Um, welcome back to episode 34. Thank you so much for coming back and joining us for another week in the books. And today we have some very special guests in the form of beautiful bags of beans sent to us by Paper Street Coffee. First and foremost, thank you so, so much to Paper Street Coffee for sending these. They actually sent us um, so many bags. I thought we were just getting one. I thought we were getting one. <laughs> we have several here. Um, we have mugs. Thank you very much. So as you can Way see, we're not, we're not sipping out of our usual two times the grind mugs today. We're sipping out of Paper Street Coffee mugs because of course, we've got to do the whole package. Um, and they also sent us some epic stickers. We have a couple in the front here, um, like a Jurassic Park themed sticker, like a, a retro diner sticker, a really cool original paper street coffee sticker, and a wonderful, wonderful personalized note, which was so, so sweet. Um, and also a couple of rules when you're sipping paper street coffee. You want to read them? No, you read them. I knew yeah, you were going to yeah, pass. Yeah, I don't like it. You, you kind of put me <laughs> on the spot. I was, I was like, gonna, hold on, you're going to make gonna... me work? You're going to make me host? Yeah. That's how, right. that's how this works. Okay, well, while you're sipping on Paper Street Coffee, if you're new to them, uh, they have some ground uh, foundational features down to eight rules here. So number one, don't stop talking about how great Paper Street Coffee is. You can get behind that, can't yeah. we? Uh, never settle for burnt out, watered down Java. Agreed. We hate that. Yeah. We hate that burnt coffee. It's a good rule. It's a very good that's rule. That's a good rule. Three, follow the coffee back to its source, meet everyone. Love that. Paper Street Coffee. We need to meet you. You know what's so funny about the burnt coffee thing? How many mm. times have I heard you oh. complaining about that? So many times. It's a pet peeve of mine. Yeah, it you is. You might say. It is. You might say. Um, four, pull a unique, vibrant taste out of every bean with small batch brewing. Can really appreciate that, especially as we talk through some of these bags here, because some of the notes are wicked. Yeah. Really, very, really very cool. cool. I'll tell you which bag we went within a second uh, for this tasting today. Five, always buy single origin as mm. well. So, yeah, really important. Six, think before you drink. I like that. Do you know what's funny? I feel like I think more before. No, sorry. More after I drink rather than before. That's why it's a good rule coffee, for before. Coffee really makes me think. So <laughs> I don't know if I can get behind this rule. Think before you drink. Although if I'm thinking Just encouraging of all more of these thinking. rules before I drink, then perhaps I am thinking exactly. before I'm drinking. You never know. Uh, seven, sustainability and fair practice farmers make for guilt-free beans. Love that. Uh, being sustainable is so, so big in today's world and society. So love number seven. And number eight, listen to the true voice of your coffee and know that you started your day on the right sip. Well, with that being said, let me just... <laughs> I'm actually not that cheesy, uh, but... It sounds like it's going to be pretty good. So uh, we actually went for a very special bag today. And out of all of the incredible bags, all of the six that we were sent is very fitting. It's called Renegade. It's this one right at the front here. Uh, Let's actually have a little look. So it's a single origin dark roast. It's peach, lime, and black tea from Burundi as well, by the way. Uh, Sourced there. Amazing packaging, love yeah. how simple it is, but also really, really exciting and kind of like eclectic on the front as well. Yeah, so absolutely. really, really absolutely. cool. Love the Paper Street Coffee logo, by the way. Love that. I love that about all the bags. I was like, I just, mm. I'd like to, it's, I just like to have everything was packaged. Not, not an ad, by the way. We were obviously just sent it to try yeah. out and everything. Thank you again so much for oh. the delivery. Absolutely blown away. Um, Renegade so, seemed so very cool. fitting considering we're talking about some Halo today. Yeah, and for all of you guys who are tuning in, Renegade is actually the name of one of PJ's teammates, teammates. Yeah. actually the newest addition yes. to uh, the squad. Yep. So yeah, really fitting to be trying this. I can already smell how incredible it is. Good job at roasting it, at roasting it. Good job at brewing it, by the way. Thank you. Very good job. Shout out Brav, we have a science. Yeah, we do have a science. You wanna have a little sip of me? Yeah, I've already had many, but cheers. Cheers, cheers to Paper Street Coffee. <laughs> it's so good. It's so, so good. Delicious. I feel like I need to try each bag um, without any cream or anything right now. Yeah. I've got a bit of creamer in this right now. Same. Very original, like plain kind of creamer in it. Um, no flavor, but it tastes incredible. Like yeah. I could drink, I could just we down got, this We're going to wait till the end here mm-hmm. to give our rating. Mm-hmm. But it is very, 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 very tasty to no surprise. I got to say though, sometimes just to let you guys know at home, 
sometimes you can actually, you know, fault the bean with your own brewing and your own, the way that you're actually making the coffee because, you know, the, the grind's really, really important. The brew time's really important, something that we have learned mm. over the course of doing this and, and definitely thanks to Andy Dudinsky. Yeah. Um, so that can make coffee taste really sour or bitter uh, or not have the right balance depending on how you're making it. We make ours with a French press. Um, we make ours with a time more uh, grinder so that we can tr- really try and get a true uh, taste and notes. But sometimes it takes you know a couple goes uh, to see how different beans kind of behave uh, with the grinder and the brewing process as well. But I've got to say, you kind of nailed that. Thank you. You kind of nailed I'm that. I'm getting kind of lucky. Because yeah. for the most, yeah, I mean, for the most part, um, you know, I don't know what it's called. Is it the grind? Like which one you have it set to? Yeah, grind. Uh, for the most part, I've used the same. Yeah. And haven't really gone I feel wrong. Like this yet. has behaved really nice. It took a couple it. tries to get it right, mm-hmm. and then I forget which one it's even on. To be honest with you, I think it's I completely forgot. But um, it took a couple tries to get it right with the ones that we were doing on the weeks prior, and then since then. Um, couple times not just obviously for the, only the podcast because we do have coffee outside of the podcast breaking news um yeah just been really really smooth every single time so yeah like i said shout out brav because we were doing it very wrong before we were i thought well, it was like pretty sa- wrong yeah pretty wrong it was like sour and i was like oh that's just the coffee nope well, it it's just the way it wasn't that like sour before i just think we weren't getting like the true experience of yeah like, you wouldn't get like the note like, you wouldn't get like the i'd notes. get like the main note just yeah. maybe the note and then the rest of them, the notes were difficult to kind of yeah. try but you know, really, we got it down to an we art do. now. We're, we're really into that. Uh, coffee portion over until a little bit later on. Thank you again. Thank you so much, Paper Street Coffee. Really going to enjoy this drink throughout this entire podcast. So thank you so much for sending all these. And just by the way, we're going to be trying all of these bags out in the podcast uh, as we go along, probably filtering different bags in between. But we will get through all of these bad boys. We're going to pop them in our fridge and keep them nice and fresh for as long as possible. So... Patty update. <laughs> <laughs> Make it, we gotta, I'm we, sat here, yeah. by the way, and I have heat just penetrate, penetrating. It's not really penetrating. It's already penetrated. Um, cut, pouring off my body with how much I have caught how the sun. How much sun we've been yeah. getting. Yeah. We've been outside so much. I have caught the sun. I'm probably, I'm a little bit burnt on my neck, my back. I totally forgot to put sunscreen on the back of my neck. I'm, yeah, just... It's not great. It's not ideal. So apologies if you do see some uh, sunburn there. But Payo is coming on really nicely. It is. Isn't it? It's coming on it's, really nicely. It is. It's a lot of work. <laughs> <laughs> I've said this is going to be, I have said for four days straight, uh. this should be the last day. And it is not ever. It we just hasn't been. We finish each day high-fiving, yeah. don't we? Just yeah. bang. Yeah. And then go, be done tomorrow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's been it's been like seven days. It's literally been seven days. It's been we well, were no, talking so about we, it on the podcast. It's been seven days of us working on it. It's been like three to four days of like the every time we finish, go. You know, I really think we could finish tomorrow. And then by the time you get halfway through the day, you're like, this isn't going to be done. But do you know what's nice about? We are making right? progress though. It is sick. What's the, <laughs> the bright side of it? First of all, saving a bunch of money doing all of this ourselves. Uh, it's very hard work, but I feel like. We are not very argumentative yeah. with one another. So our teamwork skills together is r- really, really good, I think. Anyway. Good comms. Uh, really good comms. <laughs> uh, great call outs. <laughs> Especially with things that are really heavy today. Oh, we're gonna, that's a story, that's a story <laughs> for another day. day. No, we'll the, get, the compactor. The compactor. Oh. <sighs> Mortal enemy. Yeah. That bloody thing is... Only to start. The end was fine. Yeah, we did really good though. Yeah. Comms were there for that. Yeah. Uh, we'll tell we'll tell a story we'll another, another, time. Story another yeah. time. Yeah, we're gonna waste your time with it. But you know, things are going really well with the patio. It's really hard work, but I feel like we're a really good doer. There's another high five. We're getting there. Potentially finishing. We have. We should to be each done tomorrow. Tonight. Tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be done tomorrow. We're gonna. Okay. First of all, one thing we did talk about it. We are gonna take some pictures when we finish up and get it all done. We're gonna show everyone, mm-hmm. right? We're gonna show everyone the hard work we've done. Mm-hmm. The other thing that I want to say, the reason why we've been not stuck because we've been making progress daily, but why it's taken longer is because we've actually, and we'll show you guys what we mean later on because we're not going to spoil too much, but we have done like three to four other projects we have on top time. of yeah. the patio well, as well. I'll tell you what it is as well, is that some, like, no, we, we're ordering the pavers and I don't know if any of you guys are interested in, honestly, our patio. No, probably not. Goddamn updates. Not. We'll but keep, anyway, keep it short. We'll it's just fine. do it anyway. Um, 
but while you know we've ordered the papers they get delayed you know all this stuff so while they're delayed we're like well we'll just put ourselves to more work and we'll do this in the meantime and to be fair we've got yeah, like we did it. two other projects at the same time finished outside yeah maybe three actually yeah while we're you know while we're doing the pavers and while we you know while we're tearing up or waiting for the it. backyard yeah. you know we're just getting everything done at the same time so actually we've done like four projects in one so i'm pretty proud of us i was gonna say four days in a row of saying it should be the last day one <laughs> of those days wasn't our fault one of those days was we you know we bought our delayed. pavers they yeah. were delayed yeah. and they got in uh pretty much too late of a time to start it because yeah. i had scrims at night i have scrims every night yeah so we're so. like we're having to work around like his scrims so we're having to stop at like you know 4 p.m so that he can go and like get really decent like couple of hours yeah, warm, warm up, up and before everything. scrims yeah. so you know it can be difficult you know to try and fit everything in yeah. and you think that's a long time because we're getting up at like the crack of dawn to do this it's not it flies by. The time flies by. Anyway, it's enough patio yeah. update because you guys were like, okay, snooze fest. All right, let's get on with this. But this week, we have a couple things Halo, to talk about. Halo, not really drama, but... Action. Action. Yeah, I like the action. No, I'll tell you what it is, what you did dub it, what we're dubbing it right now. Yeah. It is... The triple trade. The triple trade. I wish we had like a sting. No? It'll wipe to a sting. Triple trade. Sting. Oh god! So like a transition. Yeah, kind oh, of. Okay. Yeah, but it's like a. It like. Have you ever seen those like? Oh, I've seen that. It's on OBS. When it comes so up, like, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what I mean? I got it. I got it. Triple trade. I stream. I know. And then maybe a jingle. You could do it. You could you, do the jingle because you, you're you apparently a pro singer, as of last week. Um, I don't sing for free. <laughs> That's a rule of my. Of, I'll pay, off our own money. Know, talk to my <laughs> talk to my accountant. <laughs> Yeah, when I see fine. the money, then I then I, I thought you were about to say talk, talk to my. What were you about to say? I don't know what I'm about to say. Anyway, right. I'm losing it. All right. It's the heat. So it's going to say too much sun. sun. <laughs> anyway, triple trade. Yep. Um, thank God something's happening. I'm, you know, we're waiting for LAN events to yeah. start coming around the corner again. So thank God, you know, there's some kind of rumblings of something going on in Halo. And we have had that triple trade. Now, the reason why we have called it the triple trade is because said players who have moved and bounced over to rosters have actually rotated into each other's teams. Yeah. So really exciting stuff. Who do you want to start with? G1, mm-hmm. I guess. Knew it. Yeah. Already had it clocked in. You knew what I was going to say? I did. I did. I had a feeling. Uh, yeah, let's talk about it. Yeah. G1, we kind of talked about them a few episodes back that original roster that we started the year with about kind of the pressure that they had on their shoulders, I think coming into this new year because of how well they were doing at the end of last year and whether or not they were starting to go all the way, you know, in the first couple of qualifiers, just to, you know, kind of recap and go back. So you guys have some little bit of understanding behind this change. Um, you know, some of the qualifiers, they were doing pretty well in. They mm. were, you know, squeaking games past Optic, uh, doing really well in scrims, uh, actually us, managed to beat series, you in, yeah. in a series, in one of the qualifiers, although you did bounce back and managed to actually win said qualifier and said, you know, the end of the entire tournament. But again, lots of, you know, kind of talk and rumblings on this G1 roster and how significant they were going to be. Kind of flopped a little bit at LAN. And the only reason I say that is because they were upset. So they're not going to be happy with what happened there. Yeah. You know, that's that's pretty disappointing considering the kind of trajectory that they were on leading mm. up to that first LAN. Now they have brought in Suppressed yep. for Suspector. So Suspector is out. He's moving on. We'll talk about where he goes mm. next and what that means for that team. But Suppressed, question, Peach. What does Suppress bring to the table that Suspected didn't for this team? Is it skill? Is it dynamic? What kind of thing are we really looking at? Yeah, it's hard to answer because obviously I'm not on the team. Um, I have to guess. Yeah, well, you know, it's hard to know because I'm not on the team. They don't stream with Calm, so you don't necessarily know what's going on. Um, I'd say it has to be a team dynamic thing. I think with a lot of the, the changes that are going down, that's kind of the only thing that I can really pin it towards. Um, because, <clears throat> excuse me, um, Suppress is obviously amazingly skilled individually, 
But I feel like Suspector is the same. I feel like Suspector is a great individual talent. I thought leading into the tournament, I thought everyone that's something like everyone was talking about. Um, when they played against Native White the first time around, I think he like went on like a running riot game five or like a, maybe as a frenzy. It was something crazy game five the first time that they played him in pool play. Um, so it's not like Suspector lacks individual talent. So the only thing that I can really pinpoint um, and I don't ha- actually have any inside information. I just really only focus on my team. But the only thing that I can really pinpoint is that it has to be a team dynamic vibe kind of, you know, kind of thing for sure. Okay. Team dynamic vibe. Okay. Interesting stuff because I think like if you're going to make changes, I think right now is a great time to make a change. Yeah, absolutely. After the first LAN event, you have this big gap in between each, you know, each yeah. LAN. That's like a month one. and a half of practice. Yeah. yeah. So you have a decent amount of time. Do you feel like, because we're getting to the end of this gap between LAN and we've got some qualifiers coming up that actually mm. do dictate seeding, et cetera, do you mm. think that, you know, they left it a little bit too late? Is this the perfect time to do it with the qualifiers coming up because you kind of hit that honeymoon period, which can kind of push you back up again? Yeah, I think it could be almost perfect timing. Um, it happened like last week. You kind of get a week buffer, give or take, and then now you have the 4K coming up this weekend. Um, a month and a half is an okay amount of time. And then you, after that tournament, you kind of just start rapid firing tournaments, I feel like. So yeah, I think this is, if you're going to make a change, I think now is probably the time. And uh, it's tough because, you know, with contracts and all that stuff, it could take a little bit longer than maybe most people kind of intend it to. But yeah, I think that the, I think the timing and everything's perfectly fine. All right, folks, I had to cut because... I have really bad allergies and I need to get a tissue. So we're back now. Do you have anyway. any tips for allergies? Post them in the comment section. I'll be struggling out one, here. One probably is don't go outside like six hours a yeah. day working in your backyard. <laughs> That's actually really true. Digging up all of the ground. Yeah. We, the said that this that morning, we said that this morning. We're like, you know what? It's probably not been the right timing of this, but it's yeah. all right. We keep it going. Yeah. I don't really want to be. You've been a warrior through this. Snotty, lotty. On the podcast. <laughs> good one. <laughs> so good. So original. All my friends call me Snotty Lottie. It's quite sad, really, isn't it? <laughs> anyway, there's nothing to it. It's just a name. Anyway. Yeah, I was going to say, make sure you clarify that. <sighs> as as you have that? a tissue in your head. <laughs> um, but anyway, so we were talking about G1. Yeah. Um, yeah, so, you know, obviously, you know, a substantial change. Do you feel like this is going to be a very big change? Because I, you know, I feel like in terms of team changes, there are some team changes that don't really do a whole lot and kind yeah. of keep the team in the same kind of stead, and they're still they still play like the same mm-hmm. team. Whereas a team change like your team, totally different team. It's turned your team upside down. T- yeah. Completely different type of energy. Different play style. Yeah. Entirely. Major major different style. What yeah. change uh, will supp- uh, What change will suppressed their damn names are so similar tongue, tongue twister it really oh, is it. it's just their, their you names get are this so down. similar this i have is, it this down. is helping you practice i have it event. down suppressed <laughs> i hate those names for the event i'm saying no i know i have it you're gonna have to say this a bunch of times i am gonna have to say it a bunch of times i'll get it down don't worry um you know what type of what type of kind of feeling do you reckon this change will give I think, like, playstyle-wise, I think it's going to be mostly the same. Um, I mean, I've only played against Suppress a couple times. Uh, it's really going to kind of be his time to shine, I feel like. Now he's getting on a really top team. Um, not that complexity wasn't before, but I think that he's kind of been up and down through the, through his first year. And then now this is, like, a really, really solid top team. Um, obviously, they were, you know, argued. Not really argued. They were kind of proven until the line event top four the whole way through. So, um I think that they'll play mostly the same. We've played against them. I kind of thought the same in terms of play style. Esquire is really good teamwork, um, really good power weapons. You know, same same thing that they kind of always been. Um, like I said, I think that the big thing for them going forward is going to be just getting on the same page and maybe you know work ethic and stuff like that, where maybe they kind of dial it in a little bit more. Okay. So, so same the, same style. So nothing really. Yeah, I think major. On, I think outside. I think it's mostly going to look kind of the same they might improve obviously i I don't know um but i think a lot i think that for a lot of these changes that happen especially the first two that we're talking about with g1 and sen i think a lot of it's an more of an internal capacity internal effect yeah yeah than out than outside yeah now let's talk about the first rotation so obviously 
with Suppress coming in to Spectre, where does he go? Well, mm. he actually gets picked up with Sentinels. Yeah. Collect is taken and collected elsewhere. <laughs> See what I did? I like that one. You like that yeah, one? Yeah, I did. Okay. I like that one. All right, pocketing that one for the land. <laughs> Don't say anything. <laughs> Don't say anything. Um, yeah, and if you do hear that in the land, type a Watty in chat, okay? Um, <laughs> I need them. I need them in the chat. Um, yeah, so obviously, you know, Suspector. Like, yeah. Let's talk about what type of player he is because I feel like, you know, way back when he was playing with Kratos, mm. he said that he was the best player in the world. Mm. So there's a lot of expectation on Suspector's Kratos shoulders. Said that. Yeah, Kratos yeah. said that. that yeah. He thought Suspector was the best player in the world yeah. and that he was super underrated and he just hadn't found like where he needs to that was right about yet. That was around the start of the year, right? Yeah. yeah. And don't get me wrong. He's popping off. He is popping off. Yeah. And he was popping off. Uh, whether or not he's going to pop off with his Sentinels roster, I'm sure that they're hoping he will. Yeah. Do you feel like this environment with this team is going to be where we see Suspector shine once again with the likes of, you know, Nick and Lethal and Spy? Yeah, I definitely think he can. Um, you know, he went from teaming with... The, so the, I think that this is actually is an interesting change for him because he went from last year you know he's kind of trying to get back to the top yeah he was um and you know he like you said like with what Kratos said he was having these like pop-off moments but he wasn't necessarily like landing on a team um end of the year he ends on united which is a really good fit for him yeah. he had some really good tournaments and the interesting thing now with him jumping over to sen is obviously king nick and, and sparty, sparty yeah. were also on united who are very very known for being a very structured you know, they're not around anymore, but now Shopify for the most part with Ryan and Rain, but they're very structured, very thought out, very um, planned attacks, if you will, like mm -hmm. planned set strategies and attacks. Um, so I think the interesting thing with him going there is that, and I don't know, I, we haven't played against him yet. I don't know how much they've actually played. I think they've scrimmed once or twice um, since now them being um, a team, but I think it'll be interesting to see if, they, if that's the approach that they kind of go down is like almost a similar ish style to maybe something that they're really familiar with question because you might have a bit more insight than me any of us really so i think it's really cool to see how suspector previously being on united with spartan with king nick well he wasn't i know what you mean he wasn't on with king with them but yeah. he yeah the same org yeah, that's all exactly. with ryan yeah basically. Exactly. ryan and rain yeah do you feel i want to ask you about the change and like this one, you might not know, but you might have some insight just in terms of pro and like pro talk. Yeah. Would Spartan and that lot have approached to get Suspector or would they have kind of, so would they have dropped Collect to get Suspector, yeah. do you think? Yeah, or yeah, would yeah. they Or did they wait to see who was kind of on the table with different, because obviously we're having this like I, triple trade. Yeah, so I have, I have no idea. If you had to guess. Yeah, that, I, I, guess. I was going to say, I have no like inside info, but I feel like the way it probably went was... G1 made a change. It's just always yeah. domino effects. Like G1 makes a change and that leaves the specter on the table. Right. And you know, if you're, you're looking to improve, um, you're looking to improve. And I know they kind of talked about it slightly being sent basically said like, you know, obviously we, and we all knew this, it's nothing to do with, um, individual skill mm. with collect. So, you know, they're looking to improve. It's not individual skill. Same thing I kind of said earlier, it's just a team dynamic standpoint. Um, yeah, they would have saw Suspector on the table and been like, right. okay, maybe this is a guy, you know, it's, yeah. a, it's a high, another another high-skill guy that we yeah. can bring in and maybe change our dynamic around. Probably looking at him as well when he was on United and kind of seeing how he fit into that type of that team and whether or not he could do kind the of, same. Yeah, and yeah. I think tryouts clearly worked yeah. uh, for sure. Moving on yeah. to the next part of this rotation, which is obviously Suspector in. Collect out and collect goes to complexity. Mm. So a brand new complexity roster with collect on it. I think this is going to be one of the biggest changes we're seeing in terms of what an individual player can bring to the table. They also added monster as well. Yes, they did. Um, I'm excited to see what collect does. Yeah, for this roster too. because I do think that this is this this might not be your opinion, but this mm. is kind of what I'm thinking and okay. kind of envisioning. Talk us through it. But collect, I think recently or of recent has kind of been that player who has filled in a gap for a team yeah people have taken a chance on him because they've seen some serious skill uh, and ability and 
he hasn't quite been that vocal, like fully vocal leader because he's still kind of proving himself to different teams who have been in and doing this for a very long time and yeah. been pretty successful with it. Coming on to complexity, I feel like Collect is the man. I feel like he's, I feel like he is, he is the one who's going to shine the most. What do you think? I think like individual skill wise, I kind of agree. The thing that I really like about the complexity roster that they have is I think that now they have cycle, you know, they've cycle collect and monster who I think are all kind of three really similar play styles mm. in terms of like really fast, really aggressive. Um, they play just sprint and hold forward kind of halo. Um, and then obviously they have Tusk who I, I would think, yeah, I think Tusk, I would think Tusk, Tusk and collect is, is a bit of a toss. up. Yeah. Well, in, guys, in yeah, terms of sure. like, leadership wise i think tusk will be that for yeah, them yeah but in terms of like shining yeah i think collect is obviously going to be there but i am excited to see how cycle and monster do as well mm. they have a really good you know on paper roster yeah. for sure i really want to see how they kind of fit in and where they slot into yeah. the team and how it all kind of works out i do think this is going to be hopefully it puts an up and coming team yeah i was gonna say sure. I, I hope i hope i i really like collect and i hope that it puts them kind of back into that top. I, I don't know. I'd have to look at every team and look at rosters, but just knowing what team he's on, I'm, I'm like, I hope it they, they kind of excel back into the top six range. Now top we eight, top six. talk about honeymoon quite a lot because yeah. it is a thing. Honeymooning is, is a thing. It is a thing. It is very much a thing. We'll honeymoon at some point. We will. When we get married. Yeah, we will. <laughs> um, but you guys scrimmed the other day. Yeah. How was this new complexity roster? Can you give us some any insights on, on kind of how it's going? How are they looking? I thought I thought that they just played kind of how we thought they were gonna play, like very high, highly fast paced, um, individual ish plays. You know, and I think don't think that that's necessarily a bad thing, but I think that they're obviously gonna work on having the two tie together where they're okay you're, where they're going to work on keeping their individual plays but similarly like to us almost where it's like hey we're going to like be really high skilled and we're going to let people make individual plays but we're going to learn how to play around that right um whereas like so when we play them you know they're a couple days in you know it's just i mean it, we're still going through it and it's been two three months now and we're still trying to figure it out um but so in their case um they had really really good moments where you could see that high level skill coming through and even just working as a team. Um, and then other moments where just in typical scrim fashion where one guy's kind of off running, maybe doing yeah. something. And like I said, and we still have that. <laughs> trying so. stuff as well. Yeah, tr exactly. Scrims. Trying stuff out. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. So would you say they match kind of in, in the entirety of you guys and, and your play style? Would you say that they are more so like, a phase type of play style right now as opposed to maybe a more structured play style or a more uh or a less free-flowing play style would you think that they're going to probably continue to play like that yeah i think they're more free-flowing than okay. us i think we're, oh, okay. we're trying to dial back dial how it much back yeah we're trying mm -hmm. that's been our big focus especially for team slayers um just in general, that's been yeah. you know, something I've talked about on the podcast a bunch. I won't talk you guys ear off about it, but you know, figuring out our play style and figuring out what works for us. Some things we need to be loose, other things we need to really hold hold tight. Um, and I think with them, I think they'll continue to play a very loose form of Halo. And I don't mean in terms of like, you know what I mean when I say that. Like yeah. obviously not bad Halo, but loose in terms of like they're not going to play too structured. But in every game type, there's structure. So yeah. they're you know yeah. figuring out their strategies and figuring out what you want to do is always going to be a key part of what you accomplish as a team. Um, but they'll always be a little more individual-based for sure. And then with the triple trade... Yeah. Triple collect, trade. Triple trade. Collect comes in yeah. and then suppressed out. Yeah. So really interesting to see like... Way to tie it all together. I just Make wonder, sure people know exactly why it's yeah, the triple I've trade. Yeah. It's, it's the journey of the triple trade. <laughs> triple trade. Imagine every time we say it. Anyway... I want that sting. Someone please make me a triple trade sting. Um, that kind of little love triangle yeah. of trading going on. I just wonder what the first move was. What for, was the first, first move? First move was for sure G1. Yeah? Yeah, for sure. Yeah? It wasn't it, like it, cause talked about. You know what I mean? Because sometimes this is a thing. With, with like roster changes, I know that things happen for a little bit behind yeah. because you got to make sure things work and like think you know it's a business right so it's just like important to know that things are going to happen and that there's a home for certain people so 
So you think G100? It would have been G1 just because it's very easy for this one in particular. It's easy to follow because, like, Suspector would have never left G1. You know, Collect would have never left Sen. Sen. You know, so it's very easy to follow where G1 made the change. Then Sen went, ooh, Suspector's on the table. Let's go get him. Um, Yeah, Complexity, obviously, then has a spot to fill. They get Collect. You know, so it's, this one this one is a little bit easier to follow. Some can be very, very, very complicated. Some can be very, very, very complicated. This one, um, straightforward. Yeah, pretty straightforward because, you know, a lot of the time you do see team changes and it, it like, basically implodes every roster. Every, yeah. Compared Yours to this did. one. Yeah, exactly. Compared to this one was just, you know, it's three teams making a change. So it is quite significant, obviously, in the grand scheme of it, but pretty smooth. I say this, obviously not being a part of it, so maybe I'm completely wrong here, but seemed like a pretty smooth transition all around. Yeah, interesting. Yeah. Interesting stuff. Okay, I'm just wondering. (laughs) If we get to play a guessing game, I know that you probably don't like answering things like this, but as I'm going to be a wife, I can ask you whatever I want and get away with it. Okay. I'm Mm. nervous. What team do you reckon is going to make a change next? If you had to guess, if you had to like kind of think about it and, and think logically about what team could potentially make another change, if things don't go their way, maybe after this LAN, yeah. what team would it be? It can be, it doesn't have to be the top team, doesn't have to be, you know. I, you I honestly, if I, if I thought of an answer, I, I would actually answer it, I promise you, but I literally can't think of a team. Every team, because it's just like, it's always so hard. It's like, how do you picture certain teammates without other teammates you know what i mean like yeah. I, I and like obviously no, i've been you. able to do that before but like for example the g1 change i would have never ever guessed g1 would be the team to make it you know what i'm saying no, like I I, and you. it's the same thing like i just don't i just don't see it i don't see it across the board um doesn't mean it won't happen but i just don't know how i could pick it because yeah. so much of it because so much of it depends on the next land to next like two lands and then it's like, even yeah. okay, even if you wanted to make... And this is I think this is part of the reason why I can't answer that is because with the way esports works now, even if you wanted to... It's so difficult. It's contracts. so difficult to. Yeah. So then it's like, that's part of the other reason I can't. It's like, well, I know these guys are locked up and these guys are locked up. So then how would that... It's Yeah, it's, a it's very, really rough. Yeah. Yeah, no, you're right. It is really, really rough. And, and with the level of Halo that we have at the moment, I feel like, and I'm sure you would agree, is like every team, obviously Optic has been like the clear winner, but... Every team, I still feel like, is playing at such a top level a overall. Top level, to where, yeah, like, I, I think that most people, most teams, really know that they're right there. It's just mm. about the execution, and that's what Optic does best: execute, execute yeah. every single every single time. I just think it's difficult, isn't it? Because there's only so many times that you can not win. Yeah. I feel like, especially if you're in the top four significantly, and it's kind of like where you you know where teams live. For the yeah. majority of a season, if you're at the bottom of that top four or even third, it's really hard, isn't it? Because you're kind of there, but you're not close enough. Because I think if you're in top four, you're just hungry for the win. Yeah. Like no matter what, you're not thinking about entering top four. Like a lot of our teams are probably heading into land, like trying to break it, trying to break, to break into in. the next bracket of top eight, yeah. top four, whatever it may top be, six, top, top six. Four, you know. Yeah. So like, it's it's difficult when you're in the top four to not consider like what you guys actually need to do and how many times is it okay to get a certain position or just not win I, um i think i'm it's, looking at like three and four yeah yeah, yeah. You know I, what I, mean? I think it's just about and this is where i think experience can go a long way i think it's just about understanding what the root cause may be yeah. you know and and i think because i think there would be plenty of scenarios where hey you can get third or fourth multiple times like look at like native red for example and um season one Mm. right obviously they were ksp and then native red but they sucked together the whole year got top six a bunch of times everyone kept saying it could happen from any moment can happen from any moment orlando they had their worst finish i think they got eighth if i'm not mistaken at orlando um oh no sorry i think they got top 12 at orlando i think because i think we played them for top eight i can't remember i can't i'm pretty sure we played them Um, for top eight we can look it up after the fact. Yeah, it doesn't make a difference. They, they, either got, they either got eight. Disappointing for them. Yeah. They either got top eight or they got for top sure. 12 because we played them early in loser's bracket. Worlds comes around. 
to get third. I know. You know, and it's like, that's what I'm saying. Like, with so many rosters, it's just like, just waiting to kind of finally crack and have yeah. it click. And, you know. But but this is the thing. Just adding to your point. Totally understand that from Native Red's yeah. perspective, right? But from a top four consistently last oh, yeah, year yeah, perspective, yeah, yeah. coming into this year perspective, it's rough, isn't it? It's like, what well, do you do? I mean, How do you win? Like, like and, and I think a lot of people's heads do go to that roster change. I mean, look at you guys. Yeah. You guys make a change. A lot of people were kind of flabbergasted by it because, you know, you guys have been a top team for so long. And yes, you weren't getting the finishes and your finishes are kind of fluctuating a little bit, but you were getting top four consistently for most of the year. Yeah. Right. Other than, other than Worlds. Yeah. Yeah. Other than Worlds, but consistently for most of the year um you were getting top four you even goddamn won an event mm -hmm. i mean so it's just very difficult so like when i'm talking about i know what you mean That's you know fair. like potential roster changes and like questioning and like I don't know, just wondering, well, I, I suppose. I think to what you're saying right now, the only other team that's been consistent in that sense is SSG. Yeah. And like, but the yeah. reality of it is... They're that, always at, on my mind. Yeah, but the reality of it is SSG is unbelievable. Well, that's, and, the, that's the thing, yeah. right? That's the thing. And this is where it's like... Top two all last year. Yeah. They got uh, third yes. last... Yeah, but right. But they got mm. third last event. They were very close to being up 2-0 on us. Like it, I, I it, it'll take quite a few land events before they're going. A hun no, I 100% you know, think that. Yeah. I 100% think that. But I'm just, I'm just curious at this point in time. Where is their breaking point? Where is a team's breaking point? You had a breaking point. Your team yeah. had a breaking point. Where is like a two-time world championship team had a breaking point? Yeah. Where is SSG's breaking point? And I'm not saying it should be now. That is not what I'm saying at all. I'm just curious because you guys have made a team change that is really skyrocketed you guys in this title right you have made a significant difference yeah. in terms of the way that you guys are performing right off the bat this season mm. so i'm just curious like ssg now really in terms of the first qualifiers the first lan has bumped down a place yeah they were already probably wreathing with the fact that they couldn't win that world championship yeah right and now they've been bumped down a place to yeah. third it's only one event. I know it's only one event. <laughs> it's only one event, but it's still in their minds. It it means a lot to them. Yeah, of Think course. about consistently not winning last right. year. No, I understand. I, I understand. Like that. all the end of the last year. Yeah. It really sucks. Right. And then to be bumped down a place in year, in year two. Yeah. After a big significant team change to you guys, it's, it's really tough mentally. So like my big question is, when is their breaking point going to be, or where is it? It might never come because I don't they think might it'll figure be, it out. I don't out, think it'll be till the end of the season. Really? Yeah. But I, then, is it too late? No, I mean, like, I don't think. I think that like they will fully expect to be getting first place every event they go to up until Worlds. Like, and then if it doesn't happen in Worlds, that's when you go, damn. You know, really? Like, so you think that they would hang, hang tight the whole time? Yeah, because I think they're they're more than yeah, because they know that they're more than capable of yeah, doing yeah. it. Yeah, I you mean, know. look, you know more than me about kind of like the mindset and yeah. how you guys were. You you know, you guys have been, and I'm talking about you and the SSG guys and all. You know, basically everyone in this kind of top yeah. four. You guys have been really, really up that like high up that mm -hmm. ladder for a long time. Yeah, right for years and years and years. So you guys know how each other think. Mm. You you've played with a lot of them as well. Yeah, so I you know better than I do. But I think from a viewer point of view, my point of view, when I'm watching, I just think to myself, like, I know me as a competitor and I just be like, what can we do? Yeah. Like, what is there to do? And I'm not saying like you always have to jump to a roster change, but do you have to change something completely with your gameplay significantly? Well, they, I mean, like, to their, to their credit or to your credit of what you're saying, they move, I know a bunch of them moved to Texas now to get better practice in and stuff like that. That's definitely so, a big Yeah, jump. so like, yeah. it's not, you know, I, I think that there's steps to figuring out and steps to trying to figure out what it might be. We say yeah. figuring out with them. I mean, they bump down a spot, but it's by the smallest of margins of uh, repulsor that stops a 2-0 lead for, in their, for their case, you know? Yeah. Um, you know, and then we beat them again, obviously, solidify, yeah. solidifying. We beat them again in loser bracket final, solidifying like, hey, we were the second best team at this event. Yeah. But, um, you know, like I said, we got to do it. For our case, it was a, an all-year kind of deal like we, we didn't lose the first two events and go oh man we gotta we gotta do something and then when we won the third event we've talked about this a bunch so I, we don't gotta go too much into it but when we won the third event we were still struggling at that third event yeah, I know. so to I know. the third event was like okay we won this but like 
oh my god like this is like why are like what's going on like we're going game five with everyone yeah. like this isn't like us and then honestly the only reason that that this whole thing started or our whole thing started was because renegade wanted to leave cloud nine yeah you know renegade wanted a different scenario and that is what made it oh like oh wow there's this big there's this opportunity over there like shoot what do we do whereas with ssg i think that they have such a you know obviously we're talking about them specifically um they have such an incredible roster they're such good friends they're such good teammates Mm. they've got top two all year even with picking up bound they continue to get top two all year until until now we formed and Mm. we moved into that second spot Mm -hmm. not because they're not capable they fully can just take it back from us or we could be one too you never know I mean, the top three and even top four, I mean, I feel like the top six is like almost interchangeable for the most part. G1, G1, Native White. I mean, Mm -hmm. who gets top four in that scenario, right? Native One got it last time. Who gets it the next time? Yeah. Um, But I think that, and like for for their case to what you're saying, it's just hard to imagine that a player would become available, that they would be. Okay. This is my next question because I I just want to be dead weird. Go ahead. I just want to be dead weird hypothetically yeah what would happen do you think right do you think would happen not saying this would ever happen if somebody on optic decided see ya i don't want to be here anymore or like or just even like retired you mean no 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 just i just don't like something goes wrong there's a big argument that breaks down optic who knows right (laughs) who knows right and they're like do you know what i'm packing my bags bye yeah (laughs) would ssg pick them up i have no idea that's so it's if so, you had to, you really I have no idea. No, because no, mm. it's just it's just a I reckon they would. I mean maybe. I, I reckon they would. I reckon. I think it does depend who it is for a start. It's just hard because it's hard to imagine because of play style. It's just that's I what know, I mean. It's play like, styles and personalities. Could you really and, let an optic player walk away and go I mean, to different prob- I mean probably not. Right now, but considering I mean, how great the optic have been and are. I feel like but I feel like with optic with what you're talking about with Optic and they're the winning team, I think I think you could even point to our team and be like, you know, oh, would you really let someone from the other team up go? I think I think, I think, think, I think it's different. I think it's different for you guys. Why is it? How is it different? Because I think anytime that you guys have just made a change and okay. it's and and your trajectory is up like this. Yeah. And SSGs is this. If not, maybe a little. Doop, I just think I just think that to the argument that you're making is I. When a team that's been now three-peated, if a player becomes available, I think you would probably ask every single team, like, oh, are you not going to make a change? I get what you're saying. I do agree. Like, I don't, I would personally be like, no, I'm not, I don't want to. I wouldn't make a change. Um, SSG, I don't know, you know? I think it's hard. To, it's like you said, it's hard to imagine that a team wouldn't because you would think that since you're grabbing some from the winning team that you would automatically improve. But Well, I didn't, not, I'm not quite saying that. I'm okay. not quite saying that you'd automatically improve. I'm saying it does depend on which player it is for a start because yeah. there might be a player that is, you know, is the person that doesn't want to be on Optic anymore and they aren't your right, the right fit for your team. Yeah. But there might be a person that you're like, I think they're going to bring what we need to the table. But for SSG, I think it would only personally right now and I think, ugh, I mean, I could be saying something just totally wrong here, but I do feel like it would have to take for them to pull someone new in. It would have to take somebody from optical face for them. I yeah, probably. I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah, probably. I mean, it's the same way that we. It's the same way no, as how exactly, we uh, how exactly, we felt. Yeah. yeah, same way we felt. It was just, like unless it's someone yeah. from a top two I think team. It's an interesting conversation because we don't get to talk about hypotheticals very much with the top yeah. four because a lot of things are set in stone. And I, I just like I just like thinking about these things. I, I ponder them. It's an easier way to explain it is that I think that if you're a top three team, I think that for the most part, you don't make a change unless someone from that top... This is like the easiest way to explain yeah. exactly what you're saying is you don't make a change unless someone from that top three team becomes available. Correct. Yeah. That's yeah, that's correct. fair. Correct. That's fair to say yeah. that, that you probably don't make a change unless that happens. Mm-hmm, yeah, mm-hmm. that's fair. And, and that's what I mean. The SSG thing is like it certainly becomes SSG thing. Us, whatever. It certainly becomes more of a ooh. You have to weigh your options, mm-hmm. you know, for sure. Now, the last thing that I want to talk about on the podcast before we end things on the last subject is how you know you're looking at a star player in the making, because talking about you know we're just we're on roster mania, we're on roster talk and changes and stuff like that, and why not go back a little bit in time. Okay. How do you know when you're looking at 
that guy, that person, somebody you want to take a chance on, somebody you want to, you know, risk it all for. Yeah. Uh, which you guys did with Frosty. Yeah. You saw something in the kid that clearly spoke to you and, and Royal too. Talk to me about like how, how Frosty came about for you guys and for a lot of the viewers who, who don't know. Well, with, so with Brad, it was interesting because he was just kind of starting out as a pro player in H2A. Uh, but then when Halo 5 came out, I mean, he was unreal. He was, you could just, he was clear and far above basically anyone that I had seen in Halo 5 at the, at the start. Of think, when think we you were told playing. me you were playing like were you guys playing matchmaking or something or was it eights well so we we played against the the way that we picked brad up basically was um we were really unhappy with the team that we had at the time we had cloud at the time and it's just it, it just we weren't clicking and personal stuff was kind of getting in the way and it's funny he's like going through some of the personal stuff that we went through back then like i haven't had something like that in seven years and it's like it's crazy because back then it seems so normal whereas now yeah. you're like oh wow it's not the way this is supposed to go like yeah oh wow um but anyway um so we really weren't happy eg was still kind of winning in h5 overall and um i basically kind of talked to matt and talked to tom but mainly talked to matt and i was like hey like over two for everybody yeah tom is over two matt is um royal two i basically told them at the time, like, hey, like, I, because I had a couple other offers on the table, Optic being one of them, funny enough, completely different Optic team. Um, but I just was like, hey, like, if we're not going to make a team change, like, I might just be leaving. Like, I like teaming with you guys, but like, I just don't think this is going to work. I was like, you know, I think it could work with us three, but I just, I don't know. It was like a personal thing. I just didn't see us winning. We right. hadn't won and it wasn't going any better. Um, what, what roughly were you guys getting at the time? Well, we were top two all year well we're, except for one event we're top two all year um so like ssg then kind of but we the new <laughs> really game joking. the new game came out and we were not in the top two anymore i'm only kidding anyway. you're nuts um <laughs> we were it was, i can't even explain because no, the new I, game I, came I out and we yeah. the, the, we weren't placeable like right. had, nothing had happened right. yet um but like we were having like we weren't practicing and like that kind of thing and when the new game comes out i was like you're not practicing like what the hell is yeah. going on um yeah because it just wasn't working for you guys yeah and you, exactly and you, you in your mind had made up like this is not the team this isn't it it's yeah either, i mean like if you're someone else it, or i'm going if you're like stuck in second place and a new game comes out and your team is having a problem yeah getting on to be a group and to practice and work towards winning like it's probably not gonna yeah. work you know yeah. um so yeah we kind of talked about different fourths frosty was an option a big option because he was like just tearing everyone apart um, on How some, did you find him though? He made his way onto like other pro teams. Like he was on like Cloud Nine, like okay. with um, Victory X and Fear itself. Like he was kind of starting to climb that ladder of um, teams, and we played against them. And he was like, we beat them, but it was one of those like we beat them, but like you're just like, wow, this kid's insane. So like good. he's dropping forty on us, you know? Right. Or like if he had good te- like not good teammates, but if he had like, a better be so team, different. yeah, if he had a better team around him, like whoa, this is kind of unreal. And then. We picked him up. We played an eight series, and literally the first game we played against him, he dropped. Um, it was really on our minds at the time. Matt and I played a series of eights, which we like never, ever, ever do. It's like four o'clock in the morning, and uh, we type one, and all of a sudden, like everyone's like, "Holy shit!" Like you know, because we never played. Yeah. Um, funny enough, TJ was on TJ, who's on EG at the time, knew what we were doing because he's he's a smart dude. He could figure out why we're playing eights randomly <laughs> at three o'clock in the morning. Um, he had first pick and he like didn't you know like Brad was the first pick and he didn't pick Brad. He let Brad play with us. Um, and it was funny because he went full circle because a couple months later we he picked up TJ. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but. Um, so we picked up, or we uh, were teaming with Brad in the eight series in the very first game. We dropped like 42 and like plus 20. We dropped like 42 on this Coliseum flag game. And I just wrote Matt. And it's like, yep, we're picking him up. <laughs> that how, was the, yep. how, how did you how did you go from there to like speaking to him about it? I don't even remember. I no? Th- no, I really don't remember. I think we had Tom. I think, so I, the way that I remember it kind of is I, be- and I could be wrong, but I believe that he had wrote, tom being over two and like kind of asked if like there was a spot open and tom i think replied and had said no because like 
you know, we're trying to be like non shady. Um, but then once <laughs> I, I was kind of like the, being the shady one, I guess is like once I knew that he wanted to join us, I was like, we'll hold, hold the hold phone the here. Like hold the phone. Like we, <laughs> and then we were like, I, I, again, I'm, it's such a long time ago, but I'm pretty sure Tom, if I remember correctly, was really like, well, let's see how like the first event goes and whatever. And I was very like, no, we're not, we're not waiting. Like they, right. we, we can't wait. Like we just can't wait. It's a waste um, of time. Right. Full circle. I feel bad because that whole thing happened with Tom. We made the change and everything. And then we picked up TJ in place of Tom. So it was, it's a rough, it's a rough <laughs> business. It's a rough business. Hey, I still, Tom and I are great friends still, so it's okay. But, um, it's a rough, this. it is a, it's a, it's a it's rough a ruthless, business, yeah, a ruthless industry, it, it isn't is, it? It is, but you made some great decisions. Yeah. Great decisions. Same scenario, same type of scenario. Uh, top two, us and EG. We kind of started getting the idea that we could get TJ from EG mm. and we dropped Tom. Mm. It all goes somewhat. I wonder somewhat. what TJ saw in you guys to just take that risk. Um, I mean, you'd have to ask him personally, but I think that EG was starting to argue and stuff a lot more. And I think that the, what would be the word? Like the idea around Royal 2 and I, and then like obviously getting Frosty was like, you know, we were top two all year in H2A and Matt and I were like throughout the whole year. And like, it's still credit to our teammates because we're teaming with like, we teamed with like Hines and Cloud and Ogre too. It's still credit to them because like you're a team and like yeah, I, we wouldn't have had the years that we had if it wasn't for them. Yeah. But like we were putting up like plus over plus a hundreds yeah. every tournament. So people were sitting there going like, damn, like they're really, really good. good. And yeah. I don't think, and looking back on it, like even as good as we were, I don't think we were playing like the best Halo in the world. Like I wasn't the best teammate I could be the way that I am now, you young, know, I was you know. young and I was still learning and I was still, I was still like kind of an all around player, but I definitely like got a lot more kills, you know? Um, so I think with TJ, what he saw in us was just kind of like, okay, well they're really good with those, you know, like us three were really starting to put up a fight for that first place spot. We won a couple of like online cups and whatever. And then online cups were like the equivalent to like a 2k now. Right, right. And then, um, I think that with what had been kind of going on in their camp, with EG, he was kind of like, eh. Probably like, saw like a potential swap. Yeah, it was like they were kind of arguing and it was like. Placements. Yeah, it's just like, you know, like they had won five in a row and um, the new game came out and they just weren't seeing eye to eye fully. Yeah. And he was kind of like, well, you know, him and Brad were really good friends at the time too. They played, um, they played a bunch of, a lot of people don't actually know it, but they played a bunch of Halo 3 MCC together, like before Halo 5 came out. Mm. So just kind of all aligned because like we really weren't, it was probably one of mine and Matt's bigness, biggest weaknesses with when we were on our come up is that we weren't really friends with people. Right. Like we're just, and I'm still this way to this day. I'm cool with every pro. And I mean, like I'm friends enough to where like, obviously I say hi to everyone, but like, I mean, and you know this actually, I'm a little different now cause I'm older, but I didn't like hang out with people. I just would kind of yeah. go to tournaments, play and like fly home, you yeah. know, where a lot of the things it's like a social yeah gathering it i'm is. a little bit better now i'm trying to enjoy the experience a little bit more obviously you've helped me a lot with that where we actually go see our friends well i think uh, you started to become a social butterfly when i was around i did i did <laughs> i i've told everyone that story everyone knew it my team knew it they were like, <laughs> like whoa PJ pj's going out? to the casino like what <laughs> um I, I didn't hide i was like yep i didn't hide it was like yep absolutely absolutely um yeah so it was funny because i think um that's actually something that held matt and i back a lot it was yeah. you know we we had asked uh i i don't know i still to this day wonder what would have happened we asked ola to team like three oh, different you? times in h2a and he said no and he said no all three times he he, he told us it's one of his biggest regrets because like obviously we went on to win a bunch in h5 and stuff i mean he, he made it work for himself he got yeah, an envy yeah. and he's still in the top two he won plenty of events in h5 so yeah, you know. But if it's someone's biggest regret, that's what you said. Then sucks. That's what you said to us. That. But I think part of the reason, and part I know it for a fact, is part of the reason why it didn't happen is because we just weren't acquaintances. We weren't friends. We were just really? competitors. Yeah, yeah. Really? Like he chose. He chose in H two A the second year. He chose Cloud. He had hurt his hand. Mm. He got dropped from EG. Yeah. Um. Obviously healed and he was ready to play again. And he joined Cloud Nine. Over us and Cloud Nine at the time was like a fourth, like fourth, third. Where were you at the time? Second. 
we very, just got we very just, interesting we had just gotten top two like the very last event of h of the first event of h the very last event of the first season sorry hard to yes, get it okay. all together um we had just gotten second and lost to eg we took them to a second series and lost in that second series right in the final so like we were like eg was still ahead of us they'd won five in a row but or well not at the time i guess it wouldn't be five in a row it would have been like two in a row for them right um oh wait no 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 so i'm so sorry that's completely wrong it's okay it's a long time ago if i'm remembering correctly season one would have been with richie no so season one with richie we had lost um we lost winners bracket finals to them game five and then we lost in the finals like 3-1 i think or maybe 3-0 i don't remember but we had asked him to come join us and he chose chose cloud nine because they and he literally said because they're some of my best friends mm. yeah he had one with victory x and uh fear yeah. itself i get it i didn't get it at the time i was like oh that's kind of to say something that's so mean <laughs> Don't say that. Friends over fortune. <laughs> there is no money back then, so that's not just not true. Maybe like, but no, fortune, I suppose, in the uh, kind of like achievement sense, I suppose. I don't know. I mean, they, those guys had won I know. I'm just way saying more... later on, though. Later on. The yeah. longevity of your career yeah, but, has been huge. But who has a crystal ball to know it's that what, we're going to go? Exactly. You know. At the time, exactly, he had won four events, three events with Victory X and Fear itself. Yeah. So he's kind of like sense. he's kind of it's that a new sense. game, but he's kind of going. Sense. You know, I yeah, think no, we can go make, do this. I think we can go do the same thing. I can understand. But that. yeah, we just got top two all year, so that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Thanks for sharing. No problem. Hard to predict the future. It is very hard to predict the future. That's a very good kind of like end part yeah, to everything we've just, been talking you about just never know it's hard to predict the future um and i think it's interesting to see how teams kind of improve push forward especially if you have been in that top four for a very long time and it feels a little bit stagnant after a while and i think yeah. especially coming off the back of a season into a new season you still haven't quite got to your peak level yet it can yeah. be really difficult especially when you haven't made any kind of changes to a roster I think most top so. teams, I think one of the benefits of top teams or not one of the benefits, one of the qualities, if you will, is mm -hmm. that they are able to know if it's like we just need to keep improving or if something has to drastically change. Yeah. Um, for us, going back to like H2A and stuff like yeah. that, it was like something had to change. Like it, what we weren't progressing to where we were, obviously a new teammate was going to lead us to that. Yeah. Um, I think whereas, experience will help with that too. Exactly. Whereas like in Halo 5, for example, when we were losing a splice and splice was incredible, we didn't look to make a change once. We were no. just like, we knew it was just going to take time for us to figure this out and to get there. And same thing. It's like, I don't, there's not a player on the market that we would be better with yeah. other than the four people that we have. I think it's a really good point that you make because you did, by the end of it, London yeah. managed to regain yeah. the reins once again. Yeah. We uh, basically did We basically again. did what, essentially, we're like we're, how we were talking about SSG and stuff, we basically did what, it's a little bit different because we were still top two the entire year, but we were able to get that number one spot back, which is what SSG is now trying to do. Trying to do. Yeah, yeah, definitely. They definitely and are. And as are, as are yeah. we, obviously. But, <laughs> as are you. But we're, we've only been a team for one event. Yeah. That's all. Exactly. Um, super interesting conversations yet yeah. again. A little bit back and forth like that. A little rebuttal. Yeah, hypotheticals are just terrible. I, I hate hypotheticals. I he, he, okay, this is a fun fact. The reason why I'm always like laughing or smiling at his answers, he hates hypotheticals, especially when it comes to Halo because he's not a hypothetical man when it comes to Halo at all. He, at all. It's, it's, it's factual. It's what is in front of you, right? And it's, it's like about I'd the logic. That. I'd it's say about, that with most things, not yeah. just Halo. Is that, that's just how i am yeah for the most part i'm very hypothetical yeah i'm very like what if well you're like creative i did this or what if they did that blah 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 yeah I would you're say very like very well like it's that. just it's funny because it's just it describes our personalities in a nutshell you're like very creative and very like free thinking of like like you're saying like well, what did this happen and then what if this happened where yeah, me I like, I like to ponder and wonder whereas with me i just have eliminated most of that and yeah. it's just very factual stat based not that i can't hold a hypothetical I question that. but when it comes to it's just it's like we said you just can't predict the future and for the most part i tried doing that when i was younger especially when it came to halo and it just usually leads to like just 
me wasting time. You know what I mean? Yeah, this I is different because we're just talking and like having fun. It's not really wasting time, but you know. I'm trying to entertain the people. Yeah, I know. That's what I mean. It's a little it bit entertains di- me too. It's a little bit different now. I know. Because we're. I know. It's a talk I, show. I know. It's I a know. talk show. So it's a little bit different. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's difficult, yeah. though. But you did, you did great, babe. Thanks. Getting out your shell. Thanks. Thinking a little bit about the the, the crazy ideas that I have, etc. Yeah. But, but in all honesty, that that I think the hypotheticals that I did give are not completely out of realm of normality or potential to happen. You never know. I think, I'm, I'm, you know, all hypotheticals, I would say, are later in the year. Um, but you never know. I think that they are understandable questions to be asked at, at a certain point in time. Maybe not now, but just an interesting one yeah. to think about. And for you guys to think about, and I want to know your opinions on all of it. So make sure you're commenting because we read every single one of them. Thank you so much for always talking to us. I really do appreciate it. We really do appreciate it. It's absolutely amazing. And it is about that time, folks, where we are going to be rating, having a bit of a stretch, the coffee, which is Renegade. Yeah. See, so this fi- is so fitting. This is the hard part, right, about this because I have drank every single bit of this. Yeah, me too. It was delicious, super smooth. There was no serious acidity. Yeah. Considering it was a fruit, it's a fruity one. No acid, no sour taste. Um, not bitter at all. It was perfect. Mm. Really beautiful. Really light. Quite sweet. It's not. It wasn't like it doesn't put hairs on your chest. You know what I mean? It's not yeah. really thick and strong. It's it's. It's really light, sweet, summery tasting oh, coffee, mean, would yeah. you say? Yeah, it is. It's a dark roast still. Um, yeah, it's not a light roast. When I say light and sweet, yeah, I mean, no, like, I know it just, it's, it's the fla- like, it's the flavor profile yeah, of it. Not, yeah, it's not like I can't I, I can't explain it other than thick. It's not like a thick tasting coffee. It doesn't have that molasses brown sugar. Mm-hmm you know want to go curl up in bed type of coffee taste it's more like a spring in your step and it sounds really dumb but you know what i mean yeah like a habit like drink it outside yeah on your patio looking at the flowers exactly on the patio. exactly <sighs> got work to do tomorrow i'm going with an eight an eight yeah what? i was varying between a 7.5 and eight because 7.5? it 7.5 i thought it was really good i really really I, you say it's low i'm like I'm like... Well, okay, so can I give some reasoning? You can, you Because can. I... The reason why I go eight, eight's not low. Do you really not like your teammate that much? <laughs> I, I, love my, I love my boy, John. Do you think an eight's low? Um, okay, it's not... An eight is not low. No, an eight is not low. I'll, I'll, I'll explain. Okay, I'm, I'm going to explain my reasoning. You. For go. me, it's an eight. It is absolutely delicious. And the reason why it's an eight is because I don't normally like... Fruit. Fruity the ones. fruity yeah. blend as all. Yeah. So I think that I imagine that when I jump into some of these, he's more of the thick ones, right? Yeah, I mean. I'm more of the put hair on your chest. Is that what you said? Kind of, yeah, kind of. Yeah, <laughs> um, you're so funny. Um, that's more my style, but I thought this was absolutely delicious. I still enjoyed it. I still love it. Oh I'll have it. I'll have it again. An eight. It's yes. not a low score. An eight is an, is actually for especially for what I like. An eight is a very high score for what for what that is. I love dark roasts. I also love fruity roasts mm. very much. Yeah, like it's actually probably one of my favorite coffee notes is fruit. Mm. Um, and I love the fact that this is black tea as well. Peach, lime, and black tea. So cool. Yeah, such a cool flavor profile. It tasted amazing. I could not fault this one. I really couldn't. So I'm going to give it a 9.8. It's probably one of my favorite fruit ones I, I have that. tasted on this podcast without question. So I'm going to give it a 9.8. Uh, I'm only deducting a 0.2 points because we brewed it. Yeah. And I would love I would love to visit Paper Street Coffee and have, and and have them someone, brew one for me. Yeah, yeah especially. Like, I really would. Yeah, which absolutely. We should at some point do that because that would be, be really fun to do that. I um, thought I thought it'd be high for you. I thought it'd be really yeah, up I there. Yeah, I knew you'd know it'd be high, but I loved, I found that so easy to drink. Oh, it was, I, I, really I, I told you, and you know for a fact about me, I mean, look, completely gone. So you know how I felt about it too. It smells incredible, by the way. Absolutely amazing. When we opened the box, it just got the whiffs of just like <laughs> stunning, stunning smells. Um, absolutely amazing. But once again, a huge, huge, huge shout out to Paper Street Coffee. Thank you so much for sending all of these. We will be trying 
all make sure, if not we, sa- most make sure we of save these them. bags yeah we're going to be saving them sealing them properly we haven't opened the rest of them because we want to keep the beans as fresh it's possible hard to not open them though i know but we can't i know it's important keep them really really fresh we're going to keep them in the fridge that's what we do with all of our our bags keep them really nice and fresh but insanely generous so thank you so 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 much to paper street coffee really yeah. sweet and a lovely note as well which was gets me in the feels so well anyway guys hope you enjoyed today's episode thank you so much for sipping along with us and listening to everything that we have to say about halo hope you guys enjoyed everything we talked about talk to us back we want to hear your comments and your thoughts and opinions on everything that we discussed and uh until next week folks next thursday because Bright believe it or not we're back baby aren't we we gotta stop saying we're doing that. this it's, we gotta stop saying that we're the, it's we're we ain't going it. we ain't going anywhere we're doing this we are and we might need to do one on the patio that'd be cool that would be kind of vibe. it sounds like a nightmare audio wise but that would still be cool we could pick a good day to do it maybe we pick a good day to we do could pick a good day to maybe do. maybe we'll have to wait and see but thank you so much for listening we will catch you next week and as always folks stay on the grind goodbye, goodbye. Thank you.